0: Now, back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian
1: University. Here's Jeff Hunt. Friends, welcome back to the Centennial Institute's Frontier Freedom Hour. People may not know this, but Colorado Christian University is probably the most pro-life university in America for a few reasons. One, it's a strategic priority of the university to impact culture, in support of the sanctity of life. But every employee of Colorado Christian University, whether you're faculty or staff, signs a commitment to the sanctity of life. You cannot work at CCU without a commitment to the sanctity of life. That is why uh, it is so important to us. We want to be on the front lines. We want to make our communities, our state, and our nation more pro-life. And I've got to be tell you, I'm very excited about our next next speaker because he's going to be speaking at the 2022 western conservative summit but i think you need to learn the name seth gruber right now he's one of the most talented young conservative pro-life people out there i often refer to him as kind of the charlie kirk of the pro-life movement he's coming up human rights activist pro-life speaker and host of the unaborted podcast seth gruber welcome to the show
0: Jeff, uh, my favorite Coloridian, uh, Frontier Freedom. That, that you came with, that's a name right there, brother. Congrats on the radio show. Uh, you're a man among men,
1: brother. Oh, It's great to have you with us. Uh, I know you travel a lot. You're speaking. Uh, tell us a little bit about some of the places you've been speaking recently about the pro-life movement. And more importantly, what have you been seeing on the ground? How are people responding to your message about the sanctity of life?
0: Yeah, amen, Jeff, yeah, I, it's a, there's a stirring happening in the country, I think we all sense it, Jeff. So to your question, what am I up to? What's going on on the ground? Well, I think what's going on on the ground, brother, is that there there's this stirring happening in the country. I think we sense it in the conservative movement, but I think as believers in Jesus, Jeff, I think we really sense it in the Church, right? It's almost like the Church is waking as if from a longer coma, <laughs> uh, going, oh! Jeff Hunt was right, Donald Sweeney was right, oh, you know, Jack Hibbs was right, Charlie Kirk was right, Ted Cruz was right, uh, you know, the, the America has been rotting from within for some time, and the Church is slowly starting to wake up and realize that, and so uh, from late 2020 through 2021, there was a period of 11 months, uh, Jeff, where I spoke in more pulpits and churches in an 11-month period. Been in all 11 years of my pro life speaking ministry. Um, And so, you know, there's a stirring happening, and it reminds me of what uh, Churchill said at the height of 1943. He said that the destiny of mankind is not decided by material computation. When great forces are on the move in the world, stirring all men's souls, drawing them from their firesides to cast aside wealth, comfort, and the pursuit of happiness, in response to impulses, at once awe-striking and irresistible, we learned that we're spirits and not animals. And something is going on in space and time, and beyond space and time, which spells duty. And I think people are waking up to that duty as they recognize that our Savior, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, is roaring, He's on the move, and He's the one stirring men's souls to engage. And if the Church doesn't wake up soon, We won't be ending abortion in this country anytime soon, Jeff, and we're seeing the increase of the pro-abortion agenda and the abortion-industrial complex, specifically now in Colorado, in California, in Maryland, and Washington, D.C., as the left begins to rent their garments as we begin to tear down their greatest sacraments.
1: That's right, Seth Gruber, host of the Unaborted podcast. Uh, Seth's with us today. And you're right, Seth, it is going to states, and it's very important for everybody to understand this. The end of Roe v. Wade is not the end of abortion in America. It essentially just allows states to come up with their own policies. And so you'll have states in the Midwest and the southern part of the country. We just saw Oklahoma over this past week essentially outlaw abortion. But then states in Colorado and California, states like Colorado and California, are going to be ramping up. Uh, $20 million coming into Rocky Mountain Planned Parenthood from the ex-wife wow. of Jeff Bezos, a record donation coming into this state. That's right. Colorado just uh, essentially codified into law death penalties for pre-born children uh, yep. and allowing unwarranted pre-born children to be killed with no rights whatsoever in the state. So, Seth, talk a little bit more about these states and how people in Colorado and California can prepare. And if you don't live in these states, how you can support efforts in these states to try to outlaw abortion.
0: Well, that's right, Jeff. I mean, because if you live in a a red state, right, and Roe falls in June, then no more excuses, right? (laughs) No more of these separation of church and state lines, right? No more of this. There's nothing we can do. The courts have spoken, you know, these myopic, truncated, conservative, you know, squishy talking points. If you're in a red state, especially if you're a Christian and you're involved in a church, no more excuses, right? You have the legislative capital to speak through your representatives to ban abortion in your state. But if you're in a deep blue state, like I am in California, well, I'm in uh, Oklahoma right now for a pregnancy center banquet tomorrow night, Jeff, but, you know, I'm I'm a California born and raised. um, And same with Colorado. um, They're pushing some of the most radical abortion legislation we've ever seen. And so my concern is that if we in deeper blue states don't begin to wake up soon and contend in the public square to finally wake up and start going running districts, you know, going door to door, working as hard or harder than the left has worked to upend society politically for the last few decades and making sure that we get righteous men and women, pro-life men and women into positions of office, that we won't be able to actually contend in the public square for the right to life of unborn children, Jeff. What's one example of this? Well, in California, you know, they they've frequently tried to push uh, buffer zones around abortion centers. In fact, uh, a year ago, Newsom, we call him newsom Leany, Jeff, he, he, passed a, he signed something, and it was uh, basically no um, picketing outside of vaccination sites. Mm-hmm. Oh, ironically, or not so ironically, Jeff, Planned Parenthood does vaccinations. And so these, these sneaky ways that they try to target pro-life sidewalk counselors, They say no filming outside abortion clinics with peaceful pro-life sidewalk counselors who now can't protect themselves or have proof if they're assaulted because they can't record. So many attempts to suppress the pro-life voice. And now you have future of abortion council working with states like Colorado, working with states like California to turn these states into sanctuary states for killing babies, Jeff. And that's going to continue suppressing the efforts of pro-life pregnancy centers and pro-life individuals who do what they can to save unborn children from abortion. So if we don't wake up soon and begin changing things, there are going to be significant costs for conservatives in pro-life states to actually engage in pro-life resistance.
1: That's right. We're speaking with Seth Gruber, host of the Unaborted podcast, Human Rights Activist. Now, Seth, uh, not all Christian colleges are the same when it comes to how we deal with the sanctity of life. CCU is trying to uh, even trademark the the name Pro-Life U. We want to be known as Pro-Life U among everybody. But you and I both came from a Christian college that didn't support your work on the sanctity of life give, give people a little bit of your history and the challenges you faced even at a generally understood to be a christian conservative school
0: that's right well if you're on the east coast you know and you've heard of wheaton then westmont is sort of the wheaton of the west right or people would call wheaton the Westmont of the of the west you know the, on the east coast so our, our christian colleges as you well know jeff but maybe some of the listeners you know need this reminder um, there are probably five or six Christian universities in the country i send my children to. But you see, I was I was homeschooled through eighth grade. I went to public high school. I was a little bit naive when I got to Westmont College in Santa Barbara, Jeff, that, that Christians were just all pro-life, that we were just united on this front. <laughs> very naive of me at 18 years old. I started the first pro-life club at Westmont, and that's when I really learned, wow, these fault lines, to quote Bodie Bacham in American evangelicalism are significant. And they are moving very quickly, and there's going to be an earthquake the likes of which... The evangelical Church is not prepared for. Um, but so much of this goes back to the universities because they educate the next generation of Christian leaders, right? who are supposed to be ambassadors for Christ, and they also educate whether it's undergrad or seminaries, our future pastors, our future shepherds. So that's a little bit of the reason as to why the pro-life movement has that haven't had the church on our side because the institutions that educate the next generation of Christian leaders, pastors, authors, um, don't take this issue seriously at all. And so our alma mater, Jeff, Westmont College, takes no position on the issue of abortion. Compare that with CCU, where you have to sign a sanctity of life statement that you stand for unborn children. Our alma mater, Jeff, hires pro-abortion professors. The president at Westmont College looked me in the face when I said, why don't you take a position on abortion? And he said, well, Seth, there's a lot of issues and you can't expect us to take a position on all of them. It's, it's, so it's, it's that relegating abortion to something else. It's not the litmus test of the republic. It's not the most fundamental right to life. It's just one among many issues. Mm. And so these people have, you know, truly abandoned that sort of Lincoln and Reagan conservative approach. And Reagan, after becoming pro-life, Jeff, wrote his book, Abortion and the Conscience of a Nation. And he he uh, he links abortion with slavery because of the... how it represents the conscience of the country. And he says, Lincoln recognized that we can't survive as a free country as long as some men can decide that other men are not fit to be free and should become slaves. Likewise, we cannot survive as a free land today as long as some men can decide that others are not fit to live and should be abandoned to abortion and infanticide. So there's no cause, actually, more important than affirming than the transcendent right to life of all human beings, the right without which no other rights have any meaning. That's what we need to reclaim in the conservative movement, Jeff, when we have squishy leaders like Asa Hutchinson and others who fold and cave on transgender issues and on pro-life issues, when really we're contending for the very soul of the republic itself, that most fundamental question, who counts as one of us? What are natural rights and where do they come from? And if we can't protect that most fundamental right for an entire class of human beings, every other right that the conservative movement loves to protect will continue to deteriorate before our very eyes because the right to life as the foundational building block of the republic is rotten. And we need to reclaim that first and most fundamental of all rights.
1: Seth Gruber, host of the Unaborted Podcast. You can hear him and meet him live in person at the Western Conservative Summit June 3rd and 4th here in Denver, Colorado. You can get more information by going to westernconservativesummit.com. That's westernconservativesummit.com. When we come back from this break, we're going to be talking with Dr. Tom Copeland at Colorado Christian University and get a preview of the upcoming Western Conservative Summit Youth Conference with the Executive Director at Patriot Academy. Thank you so much, and we'll be right back.